Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting about mindset and how it affects your food choices. In this two-part episode series, I've got eight mindsets that will sabotage your ability to develop long-term healthy eating habits. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is The Daily Dollop. My name is Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and I'm the founder of the Healthy Eating Clinic, a dietetics practice in Canberra, and the Healthy Eating Hub, an online program that teaches long-term healthy eating habits. And I am chatting about mindsets that sabotage long-term change. And I did throw in a couple of challenging thoughts last time and I hope that they are challenging you in a positive way and that you're not feeling stuck in the mud about them. But if you are, either way, hit me up on social. I'd love to know what you're thinking about these mindsets and whether you agree with them or not or whether you've struggled with them or not. They're just common things that I've come across over the years of working with nutrition and I've been doing this for a really long time, guys, 15 or so years or more. And I just want to set people free from food stress. I don't want you worrying about food anymore. I don't want you stressing about it. I want you to feel confident in your food choices, regardless of what it is that you choose to eat, that your body feels nourished as well as your soul. So let's get stuck back into the mindsets. The fifth mindset that I want to challenge today is that you think that you're not worth the effort. Now, this is a pretty heavy one and it's a pretty big deal that I'd argue that nearly all of us face at some point in our lives. I think I think it's human to struggle with our worth and our value and our place here. And I for one have certainly battled this for most of my life. And it's interesting that there are a number of things and experiences that go on, you know, throughout our childhood and, and early adulthood that really frame the way we think about ourselves and our place here. Yeah, and I think for most of us, we struggle with our self-worth and I, I'm really happy that I have, you know, particularly the last sort of 10 years or so, really worked hard at slowly starting to change that inner dialogue. But I tell you what, it has not been easy and I have shared a number of things on this show, my, my journey with mental health, the fact that I've seen a psychologist a couple of times this year um, and just just my general journey with that. And so, yeah, this is something that is pretty close to home. But certainly with, when I've been working with people over the years and they're really starting to struggle with change, one of the common themes that pops up is that they're like, I just can't be bothered. I just don't feel like I'm worth it. What's the point? Like it's a really hopeless feeling that they feel and certainly feeling hopelessness is a grim place to be, particularly when it comes to, 
yeah, looking after yourself and prioritizing yourself. And so if you are currently living out of the lie that you're not worth it, you'll will you will continue to go round and round the mountain, sabotaging all of your efforts for change. And the reason is, is because at your core, you don't actually believe that you're worth the effort. And so we sabotage ourselves to almost prove ourselves right and be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And once you have that self-awareness, which really can only come from either talk therapy, so checking in with a counsellor or a psychologist, really honest journaling and just genuinely taking the time to be aware of your own thoughts, feelings, beliefs and values. You, you can't change things that you are not aware of. And so the first step for getting off this merry-go-round or getting off from going round and round the mountain is challenging the validity of this belief system that you're not worth it and then working on establishing a new truth out of which you live your life, a truth that is you are valuable you are worth the effort, you do belong here, you have a right to be here on this earth, you have a right for your needs and wants to be listened to and valued, you don't need external validation, you're enough just as you are. Please, please remember that. The sixth belief that will sabotage your efforts for long-term change when it comes to healthy eating is that you're always looking for the next best thing. A colleague of mine who used to work with me many years ago, he's actually been on the show before, James Kuhn, recently wrote an article, well, not recently, actually, he just wrote an article when he worked with me a number of years ago now, and it's about the perils of constantly getting distracted from your nutrition with the latest fad diet program, superfood philosophy, right, called shiny object syndrome. And I frequently describe myself as being a border collie. I love border collies. Just about to get a border collie puppy, actually, guys. Super excited about that. But border collies are just intense little creatures um, and they easily get distracted. And I'm like that. I'm like, oh, squirrel. And anyway, but we can so do that with our nutrition. And in fact, we can do that with so many areas of our life is be constantly distracted by, oh, try this thing. Oh, what about fasting? What about keto? And I can't tell you how many clients that I've had an initial session with talked through my approach, long-term change, understanding their behavior, developing habits, looking at routines, getting good nutrition education. And they're like, yes, Kate, this is what I want. And then they go away and they come back a week later and they're like, I think I'm going to try keto. And they've got distracted by social media and the latest thing that's popped up for them and... Yeah, because they're constantly flicking from one thing to the other, they're never consistent at anything, always confused because, of course, all the latest fad diets contradict each other and they never make any progress. So be mindful that, you know, the latest fad diet program, superfood philosophy, what your PT or your best friend is doing can influence your choices and 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 be a little bit more one-track minded in that <laughs> you're just sticking to long-term sustainable change. Just be like, this is what I'm doing. I'm not going to get distracted. Put some blinders on like they do on racehorses, right? Stay focused. The reality is, is that consistently sticking to a healthy eating pattern and learning to develop daily habits is what is going to get you long-term results. It's not trying to find the next best thing or the silver bullet. There's a really cool quote from a psychologist that I read in the book Barefoot Investor um, by Scott Pape and it says this, 
People who succeed don't have more willpower than you. They just develop better daily routines and habits, which after a while become automatic and require less thought and less conscious energy. Amen. So good. I freaking love this. I'm going to put this. I'm going to freaking, I'm going to freaking put this on. I'm going to print it and put it in a frame. It's so good. I want, I want you to hear it again. People who succeed don't have more willpower than you. They just develop better daily routines and habits, which after a while become automatic and require less thought and less conscious energy. So, so good. Remember that guys. All right. So the last one, the last mindset is that you think that healthy eating means restriction. This is a huge one. In fact, I fundamentally believe that half the problem is that people don't even know what healthy eating is. And in fact, that they've been educated about healthy eating by popular culture, marketing campaigns, movies, celebrities, and now social media, influencers, clickbaity news stories, All of these things have educated us about food and nutrition and all of the actual evidence-based information about nutrition just gets drowned out in the noise of clickbaity headlines and controversy and arguments and just crazy stuff. And so because we're educated about food and nutrition from these sources is that our actual idea of what healthy eating is, is really skewed from what it actually is. And so it is a hundred percent not restriction because the whole point of healthy eating and just eating in general is to keep you alive, but is to put nutrients into your body. So it's all about what you do eat. So thinking that healthy eating is about restriction and not eating certain things can be pretty counterproductive because you've got to you can't not eat. Like you can't just not eat for the rest of your life and just think, all right, like smoking and alcohol, for example, were big public health issues, particularly in the 80s and 90s that were addressed by public health marketing campaigns. And these particular lifestyle habits could literally be removed from your life. Don't drink alcohol anymore. Alcohol Anonymous is all about remaining sober and not drinking. You know, smoking was not, oh, just cut back and moderate your smoking a little bit. It was, no, we're removing smoking. We're banning smoking. We're taxing smoking. We're we're eliminating it from our lifestyle. And we could do those things because we don't need smoking and alcohol to survive, but we do need food to survive. We have to eat. And so it's perilous when we think about healthy eating being restriction and, and healthy eating you know, being a strict diet or just a bowl of lettuce or, right, not eating particular foods. So I want to encourage you as I finish off this episode and also this little two-part series is that healthy eating is more about what you do eat than what you don't eat. It's definitely not about restriction. Now, if weight loss is your goal or you've been putting on weight over time or a health professional has told you that you need to lose weight to be healthier, there is the element of having to create an energy deficit by reducing your energy intake, right? To be less than what your body is expending and for this to be consistently maintained over the long term. However, this doesn't necessarily mean eating less food volume overall. 
In fact, I've got an article, I'm going to chuck the link to it in the show notes called Not All Calories Being Created Equal, which just illustrates this point really well. It just means eating less energy overall. But if you're making food choices that promote a high vegetable intake, lots of whole minimally processed foods, plant-based foods, you actually can eat a reasonably large volume of food but keep your energy at a level where you can create that deficit and get the results that you want. It's just literally you just have to change your behavior around what you choose to eat and drink every day. And it can be incredibly satiating and satisfying if you learn to do it correctly. But you you have to get to the point where you're happy to let yourself eat more food and not less food and have an abundance mentality with your food and not a restriction mentality. Because it's not eating more ultra processed foods, more unhealthy food. It's eating more whole foods, more vegetables, more plant foods, more protein rich foods, more healthy sources of carbohydrates. And in my experience, getting my clients to focus on what to eat rather than what not to eat is a really great place to one, help them form a healthy relationship with food that's not detrimental to their psychological health and also, you know, nourish their bodies, give their bodies all the nutrients they need as well as getting the results that they want. Well, that is it for the episode today as well as the two-part series. Let me know what you think over on social media. Do you agree with these mindsets? Which ones do you struggle with? Um, Love to hear from you. Otherwise, we'll catch you in the next episode. Trying to change everything all at once is the quickest way to fail. The Healthy Eating Hubs online program contains a suite of habit-building courses designed to teach you how to eat well long-term in a way that suits you best one habit at a time. Check it out via the link in the show notes. A big thank you to the Capital Chemist and the Daily Dollop in crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.